welcome to another episode of Everyday Nutrition. I'm your host, Dr. Karina Tobin. So let's talk about snacking. What should I snack on is one of the most common questions I get. And to be honest, the answer depends on why you want to snack. Context, as with most nutrition questions, is everything. So why do we snack? The most common reason is that we are hungry between meals. And if you dig a little deeper into that, it's that those of us that snack include them daily so we get enough energy to keep us going. But snacking can also be a habit. And when it becomes a habit like late night snacking, it can add energy or calories to our day that we probably don't need. It's important to understand that you don't need to snack to be healthy and you certainly don't need to snack to boost your metabolism. Eating more frequently doesn't rev up your engines, regardless of what any media outlets say. The only thing that actually does is exercise. And snacking doesn't control your blood sugar levels in healthy people compared to eating three square meals a day. So if you do snack, how should you choose a snack? Ideally, it should be nourishing, so contain healthy sources of carbs, fats, and protein. So you increase your intake of nutrients such as fiber, vitamins, and minerals, which will support your health. So fruit is a good one. Everyone should have a bowl of fruit that's easily accessible in their home. If it's seen, it will be eaten. And yes, fruit contains sugar, but it's natural sugar, which is bound up with a host of other amazing nutrients like fiber to support your gut and vitamin C to support your immune system, to name but a few. And if you're worried about too much sugar, don't be. This is natural sugar. You should be more concerned about added sugar in foods like confectionery, ready-made sauces and meals. So aim for about three to four portions of fruit daily. Funnily, when I suggest bananas as a snack, I often get told that they're fattening because they contain loads of sugar. A medium banana is roughly 100 calories. And in most instances, it's not the banana that's preventing weight loss. Although I did have one client who ate five bananas a day, so it definitely was in that case. And bananas are such a good on-the-go snack for adults and kids alike. Vegetable sticks are another great option, especially to try and encourage kids to eat vegetables and some adults, actually. Carrots, green peas, green beans, sugar snap peas, celery. And again, a good tip is just to have them out on a countertop. No one, including yourself, is going to eat them if they're in the fridge. You can have them with dips like hummus, sour cream or avocado to make them tastier or fun for kids. Smoothies are another snack options that some people are unsure of due to the sugar content. So if it's a homemade smoothie and contains fruit and dairy, then all the sugar is natural. So nothing to worry about. And even if it's a shop-bought smoothie, there's loads of brands out there that only contain fruit as a source of sugar. To check, look at the ingredient list and ensure that the ingredients are all fruit and that sugar is not one of the ingredients. The big difference between shop-bought and homemade smoothies is that the majority of shop-bought are low in protein, unless they're a specific protein smoothie. But adding milk, yogurt, Uh, supplemental protein like whey or plant or collagen to homemade smoothies can increase their satiety value so make you feel fuller for longer and help us meet our daily protein requirements to support health and performance. Adding ingredients like protein, vegetables, nuts, seeds, nut butters can really increase the nutritional value of a smoothie allowing you to get more nutrients into your diet. However, be aware that nut butters will increase the calorie content which you may not want. 
So for example, my daily smoothie is spinach, cucumber, ginger, banana, and a scoop of protein sometimes. And I always make it with water. Whereas Kieran's is peanut butter, whey protein, oats, banana made a banana and made it with milk. And I think the beauty of a smoothie is that you can make it to your nutrition and energy requirements. So I add green veg because I know I need more. Yet Kieran needs more energy, so he adds oats and peanut butter. So it's brilliant to be able to personalize it for yourself. It's also great to hide veggies and kids. I know you shouldn't have to hide the veggies, but sometimes it really helps. And frozen fruit and veg is always a great option and is just as nutritious as fresh. Dairy is another great snack option. The biggest question around dairy is whether it should be low fat or or low sugar. And really it depends on if there's a weight loss goal in mind. If it is, I'd suggest always choosing low or no fat as it's an easy swap to make in your diet to reduce calories without feeling you're restricting. And don't be worried about sweeteners. There's no evidence to suggest that they're harmful to health. If you just want a yogurt to enjoy to support your health or it's one for kids, look for full fat with no added sugar or low sugars. In general, flavoured ones do have added sugar. So just look at the back of the pack. If sugar is an ingredient, then it will be listed on the back. It's actually really hard to get a yogurt with no added sugar that kids will like. So as a rule of thumb, I always choose a yogurt that does not contain more than 10 grams of sugar per 100 gram. Glenisk and Super Value ones are always a good option. Taste is also key when snacking, obviously. So choose a yogurt that you like. I like plain Greek yogurts and I hate when the shopper, not being me, in the house bring home the wrong ones because it's something I really look forward to snacking on. I add them to a punnet of blueberries or raspberries. It's only about 200 calories, but it keeps me full for ages. If you're elderly or you struggle with getting protein into your diet, dairy is also a great option to easily increase this. And you can also choose higher protein options to further increase your intake. And again, this is an easy, nutritious option to increase protein intake. And there are also a range of dairy-free yogurts and cheeses out there. And the same nutrition principles apply. As we're on dairy, cheese and whole grain crackers are also a great option. And by that, I mean two slices of cheese and two crackers, not a packet of cheese and crackers or cottage cheese or Philadelphia spreads. And the low-fat spreads can be a great option on Ravita crackers for those worried about weight. Homemade snacks like buns, muffins, balls are also a great snack, but you don't have to make snacks either. But it is a nice option and you can get kids involved in making snacks for the week. Just double or treble up recipes to make a batch for the week. So for example, we batch cook. I use the term we very loosely there, by the way. We batch cook a homemade snack on Sunday. So it does us for a few days But the later in the week it gets, obviously, the more our snack then becomes fruit, oat cakes or nuts. So it is important to also have these in your press, because if they're not there, the temptation to choose or to buy more convenient shop bought options is always there and they may not be as nutritious. So my top snacks in general are oat cakes with peanut butter and apple with peanut butter. Now, again, be mindful that peanut butter or any nut butter has a lot of calories and my teaspoon and your teaspoon could be a lot different. Similarly with nuts, a handful of nuts is perfect for everyone or if it's large Brazil nuts, three. Again, it's very, very easy to overeat 
something like nuts. So if you do overeat in them, maybe it's not the snack for you. Obviously, fruit, yogurts with berries, seeds, smoothies and veggie sticks. Snacks like popcorn, pop chips, crisps, digestive biscuits, chocolates, fun-sized bars. You know they're not the healthiest snacks, but sometimes they are convenient and enjoyable and are fine to snack on, particularly if your nutrition is great for the rest of the day. But I wouldn't recommend them every day if you want to support health. You shouldn't need to eat them every day. And if you do, I wonder if it's a force of habit rather than a need. Also, snacks high in sugar, and particularly those high in sugar and fat like a donut, are so much easier to overeat. So good options for on-the-go snacks or petrol station snacks are fruit, tubs of the chopped up fruit, trail mix, protein bars, cereal bars, fruit bars like naked bars, vegetable and protein fruit smoothie pouches. Again, looking for low sugar or no sugar on the back on the back of packs or in the front of packs or making sure the snack you're choosing is between 100 and 150 calories if you're concerned about your weight. And if you find you're filling up on loads of snacks hitting a petrol station, you're probably not eating enough at your main meals. If performance is your goal, your snacks should be centered around carbohydrate for energy and protein for repair. So a banana sandwich, a chicken salad sandwich, a wrap or a bagel, a bowl of cereal topped with yogurt and banana, or again, a protein smoothie. Snacks for weight loss should focus on high protein snacks or low calorie snacks, like low fat dairy, fruit, veggie sticks, whole grain crackers, even protein bars can be useful. And low calorie confectionaries, those that range from 100 to 150 calories, can be part of your snacking, particularly when it helps you to stick to a lower calorie diet. Finally, late night snacking. The majority of food we eat after our dinner or our tea is probably calories that we don't need. And in most instances, may lead to weight gain, particularly if it's mindless eating in front of the TV. And I know it's not easy to stop this habit, but if it's something that's preventing you from being healthier, then maybe to start with, you could cut back on it being a packet of biscuits to a few biscuits and then only snacking on biscuits a few nights a week or swap the snack to something healthier. That could be a bag of popcorn or a punnet of berries or don't put yourself in the position that makes you want a snack. Finally, to improve your nutrition and or create a sustainable nutrition plan, everyone's preferred snack may be different. But in general, minimizing junk food snacks will only serve to make you healthier. That's not to say that you can't enjoy them a few times weekly and choosing the healthiest snack you enjoy eating the majority of the time will help you achieve your health goal. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it helpful, please share it with someone who may also need some practical info around their everyday nutrition. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Nutrition. Please hit subscribe and or leave a review on your favorite podcast app. And please join me on the next episode soon. Oh.